ट But if you keep in mind that Nitish Kumar has taken oath for the eighth time as chief minister, you'll get an idea of how many times Nitish Kumar has done this. Change the team he was playing for. So in this episode, we're exploring what does this mean for the principal players in Bihar? Is this the beginning of a united opposition campaign to remove Narendra Modi from power? You're listening to First Voice Last Word, our weekly podcast on Indian politics. I'm Sunitra Chaudhary, national political editor for Hindustan Times, and in my decades of experience, I have realized that politics is often like reality TV, full of dramatic personalities making strategic moves. But unlike the entertainment that stars provide, this actually impacts our lives. So, let me take you inside these corridors of power to understand what the netas are talking about and how their moves ripple down to us and today we do a postmortem of a marriage gone bad is shraddha aur nishtha rakhunga main bharat ki prabhuta aur akhandata khun rakhunga main bihar rajya ke mukhyamantri ke roop mein apne kartavyon ka shraddha purvak aur shuddh antakaran se nirvahan karunga Why did the 71-year-old Nitish Kumar pull the plug on his relationship with the Bharatiya Janata Party? The Janata Dal United Chief Minister is a man of few words, rarely does interviews, and so as he ended the second phase of the relationship with the NDA that he began in 2017, he left many things unsaid. But here's what we do know from all the clues he's left us. While the soaring of BJP and JDU's relationship happened over the last two years since the 2020 elections, Nitish Kumar took the decision to jump ship fairly quickly, and gave enough hints along the way. My political contacts in Bihar are repeatedly using one word: preemptive. Basically, when his former colleague RCP Singh went rogue and resigned from the party, Nitish Kumar realized that what happened to Udhav Thakre could easily happen to him. Unlike Thakre he used his CM position to do some intelligence gathering and there's supposed to be some recordings which indicate how RCP Singh was going to entice Nitish's MLAs towards the BJP and that's why he called an urgent meeting of all his party men on Tuesday. The meeting was in the morning and by lunchtime Nitish Kumar had already informed the governor and by evening the BJP was calling him names and their workers shouting slogans against him. 
सारी मीटिंग आज हुई और सब लोगों की इच्छा यही हुई है कि हम लोगों को एनडीए छोड़ देना चाहिए तो जैसे ही एनडीए छोड़ने का निर्णय सब लोगों की था थी तो हमने उसी को स्वीकार कर लिया और आकर के यहाँ जो एनडीए की सरकार में हम मुख्यमंत्री थे हमने मुख्यमंत्री पद से इस्तीफा सौंप दिया इट्स ओनली इन रेट्रोस्पेक्ट द Last last weekend when the prime minister chaired the Niti Aayog meeting with chief ministers Nitish Kumar was the only NDA member who didn't attend. He didn't attend President Draupadi Murmu's swearing in before that and weeks before that he didn't attend another prime minister Modi event that was organized by the law ministry. There was always a convenient excuse of recovering post covid but it's apparent now that Nitish Kumar was sending a clear signal of imminent break. Going over to RJD leader and Tejasvi Yadav's mother Rabri Devi's house for Eid earlier this year was another clear signal that he didn't like the way BJP treated him. The way local leaders asked for a BJP chief minister to take over and it seemed to be a fallout of the 2020 election where BJP became the bigger partner in alliance with 77 MLAs as opposed to just 45 of Nitish's JDU. The CM of course believes the lesser number of seats is because the BJP had some secret understanding to encourage NDA associates like Chirag Paswan to badmouth him. Rather than making these jor tod ki sarkar there should be a fresh mandate because this is not what the people of Bihar selected uh, uh, as the government or as a chief minister. Tanvir Fazal is a social scientist from Bihar and teaches at the Hyderabad Central University. as a chief minister he wants to even when he is in an any alliance he wants to be in the commanding situation and therefore uh, this was a situation which was not very much of his own liking at the same time this was not old bjp with whom he had worked earlier the new bjp post 2014 onwards one knows very well is far more aggressive expansionist and this in itself would have made Nitish Kumar uncomfortable within that alliance. There's a lot of focus on Nitish Kumar being an opportunist like any politician and switching from one alliance partner to another. But what we didn't see in Bihar thanks to his planning are resort politics and extended horse trading. The change of guard from meetings to swearing in barely took more than 24 hours. Yes, it was the eighth time that Nitish Kumar was taking oath and his relationship with the BJP does go back to 1995 when his Samta Party allied with Vajpayee's BJP. But in the government falling this time round, many like journalist Prakash K Rai feel the fault lies elsewhere, not with Nitish. For almost 2 years, particularly in the last 1 year on many occasions, we have seen that jdu and bjp questioned each other bjp leaders including ministers were speaking against the chief minister their cadres were too upbeat nitish was naturally irritated on many issues particularly on caa nrc caste census there was clear division between bjp and uh, jdu and rjd supported the chief minister 
inside the house and also outside and of course the lgp issues was there crp singh issue and uh, two deputy chief ministers the bip party saga all these issues were there but we cannot say that whatever has happened today has happened because of his personality many other personalities are more responsible here the allegation of insult or humiliation by bjp is understandable see nitish is very senior as i said before so if you are sending your representative to calm him or satisfy him then that person must have some seniority or authority why the bjp leadership did not stop its state bunch from hurting the chief minister number 2 why this uh, chirag game that happened in 2020 was not properly explained to him why there was not any effort to bring state bjp leaders and the chief minister on the table and then the so called effort to create rift within the party his party jdu आप पंजाब देख लीजिए आप महाराष्ट्र देख लीजिए और जो बिहार में हो रहा था वो किसी से छुपा है क्या हर एक एक लोगों को पता है कि क्या भाजपा की तैयारी थी If this entire move was a fight for survival for Nitish Kumar it's been a win-win for young Tejasvi Yadav the 32 year old has got his position of power back but he has done so without looking like a scheming political player who's overthrown a government in an immoral manner just 2 years ago Tejasvi Yadav came close to winning the state assembly elections and holds the highest number of seats at the moment 79 by himself that's more than any other political party in the state more than the bjp his performance wasn't just because he is rashtriya janata dal and former chief minister lalu yadav's son but he was able to prove that he touched a chord with bihar's young voters talking not about caste but about issues that impacted their lives jobs unemployment price rise it was as if He understood the aspirations of the electorate and he explained quite clearly why he was doing what he was doing. I first met him in 2017 when he was really hurt about Nitish Kumar suddenly turning his back on him. He has been said so many things to BJP and RSS and oppositions that he was asking about agendas and all. Now what happened suddenly? Why after the presidential election he changed totally? So this was totally pre-planned, and he was with the BJP in touch. But he can only answer why he went with the NDA. This was when he was 28 and having experience of power because he was Lalu Yadav's son. Five years down the line, it's a different age for Yadav. All of us, regular people, we always roll our eyes when we think of Neetas just desperate for power. But in some ways. Tejasvi Yadav is able to convey that he was aligning with Nitish Kumar again not because of his love for power but because the BJP had mistreated a Bihar leader ki pure Bihar Vidhan Sabha mein ek akeli party rahegi bhajpa baaki jitne sadasya all the leaders from NDA coalition except BJP have believed Nitish Kumar their leader if you observe the Hindi belt in northern India There is no alliance partner of BJP anymore. 
हिस्ट्री टेलस दैट वेन एवर एंड विद हु एवर बीजेपी गोज इट फिनिश दैम द एनवायरमेंट ऑफ एनकी एंड कम्युनलिज्म दैट इज बींग क्रिएटेड इन द कंट्री एंड द वे द सोशल लॉज एंड रेगुलेशन आर बींग अटैक्ट यू लुक एट द कंडीशन ऑफ द इकोनॉमी नेशनल सिक्योरिटी चाइना हैज एंटर्ड इन साइड एंड सेटलिंग विलेजेस एंड वट एक्शन आर यू टेकिंग टूडे इज एन इम्पॉर्टेंट डे इट वॉज टूडे दैट द क्विट इंडिया मूवमेंट स्टार्टेड टूडे द ऑपोजिशन हैज सेंट आउट अ मैसेज टू द नेशन दैट द सिटीजन एक्सेप्ट दोज हु रेज देर इश्यूज द सिटीजन वॉन्ट्स एन ऑल्टरनेटिव और जनता विकल्प चाहती है इन बिहार पॉलिटिक्स पर्टिकुलरली इन लास्ट फ्यू डेकेट्स इज वेरी मच ड्रिवेन बाई द पर्सनैलिटीज लालू नितेश नाउ तेजस्वी बीजेपी रिसेंट सक्सेसेस आर बिकॉज ऑफ द मोदी वेव बट ऑल दीज पर्सनैलिटीज हैव देयर स्पेसिफिक सोशल फॉर्मेशन बिहाइंड नाउ नितिश विल ट्राई टू इन्फ्लिक्ट बीजेपी एज रिवेंज बट ही विल ऑल्सो फोकस ऑन हीज लिगेसी तेजस्वी हैज एस्टेब्लिस्ड हिमसेल्फ एज द बिगेस्ट लीडर ऑफ द स्टेट द प्रॉब्लम विथ बीजेपी इज डैट इट हैज ह्यूज मास सपोर्ट बट नो क्रेडिबल पैन बिहार लीडर और लीडर्स इट डिपेंड्स हैवली ऑन द मोदी फैक्टर एंड द नेशनल बीजेपी लीडरशिप वेरी मच लाइक डेली दिस डेवलपमेंट इज अ सेटबैक फॉर बीजेपी इन बिहार दे विल लूज सम मास सपोर्ट ऑल्सो आई थिंक दैट ब्रिंग्स मी टू द थर्ड एंड मोस्ट इंपॉर्टेंट प्लेयर इन ऑल ऑफ दिस द बीजेपी वॉट इज इट मीन फॉर दैम This is book I read by BJP leader and Minister Bhupendra Yadav, which analyzes the rise of the party and how they learned their lessons from losses like the one in 2004 when Atal Bihari Vajpayee was voted out. Now, one of the key reasons it attributed the loss to was alliances. The BJP at that time either lacked or didn't have the right kind. With Nitish Kumar's exit and the Shiv Sena's before that. the party is left with virtually no allies when you listen to jdu leaders or you study how the bihar split was put in motion you can't discount the fact that the bharatiya janata party's recent moves in maharashtra made their allies edgy and insecure the manner in which uddhav thakre's own aide eknath shinde was used to throw out the shiv sena founders is likely to have played into nitish kumar's mind Then there are also declarations like this by party president J.P. Nadda, who said recently that very soon all regional parties will just be wiped out. We are such a party that is ideological based, standing on ideological grounds. I always say this to people: if there was no ideology, then we couldn't have fought this huge fight. Everyone is sold out. destroyed and those who haven't will be destroyed there will be one and only bjp that will exist there is no such national party to fight against the bharatiya janata party in today's date there's no national party of any ideology left party ke andar is baat ko kehte hain When people in the BJP say "sabka saath, sabka vikas, and sabka vishwas," we mean it in letter and in spirit. Today, the biggest challenges of the country are regionalism and dynasty politics. 
I tell this to opposition parties as well. I am giving them a solution. Change your course if you can understand the problem. Today, there are no nationalist party left in India other than the BJP. There is no one. For Nitish Kumar and other regional parties, this may have sounded like a death knell. The BJP under Narendra Modi started out in 2014 by talking only about a country free from the Congress. And they in some ways have been successful in achieving that. Could J.P. Nadda's words come true for regional parties too? Nitish is in his last leg. He has to leave a legacy. He would try to make sure that his party survives and do not meet fate of many regional parties that got bulldozed by the BJP this way or that way. He will avenge his humiliation. So, I think the new arrangement should survive. Post-2014 onwards, with Mr. Amit Shah and uh, Mr. Modi in command, the BJP is far more aggressive and little tolerant of its uh, divergent views, etc. And we've seen that how it has gone aggressively against its opposition, as well as against its former allies. This would unnerve Nitish Kumar at any point of time. Uh, who would uh, like to present himself? Remember, Nitish Kumar is a person very conscious of his image. What he thinks is, and probably it is partly true too, that his ultimate political you know, capital is the image which he has cultivated. And therefore, in a, such a situation in which BJP was increasingly turning authoritarian, uh, aggressive and was being viewed as a political force which was essentially divisive for Nitish Kumar to remain within that for a long period of time and be associated and carry the stigma of it might have been one of the reasons which ultimately led him to leave. That brings me to the last finding of this postmortem. Is Nitish Kumar the man with the maximum experience as Chief Minister, as Tejasvi Yadav reminded everyone? Is he the answer to the question, Modi versus who in 2024? It's an idea which is tenuous and there are people who passionately agree and there are people who passionately disagree with it too. I don't think this episode will affect uh, 2024 outcome beyond Bihar where BJP may lose some some seats. But yes, all the regional parties within NDA or outside must be looking at uh, Bihar today with some glee. BJP is on a rampage to gobble regional parties. They will be more careful and uh, maybe, I hope, little more brave now. But 2024 is a different ball game. The opposition needs alliances, yes. But it also needs a robust policies, robust politics, and robust agenda. And 2024 is now around the corner. I think within one and a half year or so, the election process probably would begin. And uh, within two years at least. And this is what is the last chance. This experiment needed to be done and I think should be done where Nitish Kumar 
he could emerge as a leader who is well groomed into the politics of the cow belt who has risen in politics through a political process and who also comes from a fairly disadvantaged social base against whom the kind of class polarization which the bjp or narendra modi able to make will be difficult in that sense for a mature you know kind of leadership uh for the 2024 uh, elections from the side of the opposition this is a risk which uh, i think is worth taking that's the only chance and that's what the opposition all of them point at the unseating of the bjp in bihar are banking on but let's not get ahead of ourselves there are far too many challenges that face the bihar government immediately like Will the two parties, JDU and RJD, coordinate better? Nitish Kumar is still the junior partner, and will the ego hassle again get in the way of this relationship? How will the Bihar government focus on delivery and administrative performance ahead of the general elections? As they say in politics, anything can happen in a day, and 2024 is two years away. You've been listening to First Voice Last Word. I'm Sunitra Chaudhary. This episode was produced by Deepthi Ahuja and edited by Sanju Abraham. Editorial inputs were provided by Isha Sahai Bhatnagar and Sneheshish Roy. Do write to me about what you'd like us to cover next at Sunitra C on Twitter. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us on at HD Smartcast or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back again next week with another secret story of political lives. Till then, goodbye. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.